Welcome. Tonight's program will dive deep into fringe knowledge of lost, hidden, and suppressed truths about the nature of our reality. The decoding process can be uncomfortable and at times frightening. However, you are not alone on this journey of understanding. Welcome to the Shadow Bank Podcast and welcome home. Saw, dude. Saw. I'm sitting in for Jade today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's she doing? She is getting ready to do a like a photo shoot thing for her Ooh. family. Ooh, fancy. Oh, she's too cool for school. I get it. No problem. It's all good. <laughs> it's all well, good. She's, she's taking the picture. She's not in it. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's she's even cooler. She's too skilled. That's cooler, though. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, she's getting some lenses and stuff together. So nice. Yeah. Nice. And here I am using my phone as a webcam. <laughs> hey, you find a way. You guys got cameras and lenses. You guys are professional over there. Yeah, I'm trying to get my brother to step his uh his game up. He's just using like when we do our podcast, he just uses the iMac thing mm-hmm. and it's like old and gross and dirty. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You yeah. gotta get, um, gotta get close. Just get your, just use your phone. Use your phone. If you got a good phone, I got the new phone, and it, yeah, he's got the new the iPhone. It's it new. looks good, bro. It, it, looks it looks pretty good. Can't complain. You'd spend two hundred dollars on a webcam that's this good easily. So, anyways, well, I hope everybody enjoyed the last episode. It was a, a interesting one. We talked a lot of shit, a lot of shenanigans. Yeah, with, with the boys. Well, you and me, but the the one I just uploaded with the Rising oh, yeah. from the Ashes podcast, a lot of foul language and dirty jokes, but you know, guys, went you know, there, dude, just... <laughs> <laughs> we went for it. I actually recorded that a long time ago, recorded that back in like November or December and just uploaded it. I kept having issues with it. Every time I would try to like export the video or the audio on it, like it kept giving me weird errors and the audio was all jacked. So I had to like, it was, a, it was a process, but it was a three hour episode. So that was the other problem. I'd go through the whole editing process and then like the file was corrupt one time. So I had to like redo the whole editing and I was like, wow, this sucks. Baloney. But it is what it is. It's out. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, um, that's, that's it. All right, guys. I'll see you in the next one. No, thanks for the sh- thanks for listening. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> oh, uh, no, guys, listen. Just a, a PSA for everybody. We are we are uh, optimizing our schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We live a little further away now, mm-hmm. so we're optimizing the schedule so that way we can not only put out more consistent content, but better content. We can plan ahead. We can have things ready. We're not like just kind of doing episodes on the fly right now or we've been you know we had a, a nice schedule and then things kind of got kind of crazy around the holidays and now it's just kind of like whenever we can get it in but we're gonna get the schedule knocked out we've already got plans and ideas for our um our patreon stuff and we have a special guest next week mm. i like special guests yeah it's fun well, What's the deal with we were, we're doing a we're, we you you had teased we're doing a dinosaurs 
Uh, okay, so we're going to wait for that because I'm doing that on Infinite Rabbit Hole, right? They, uh, they wanted a full breakdown because you know how we do over there, right? Like, right I got to write up a whole presentation. So I'm actually working on like a legit presentation to present to them professionally about why dinosaurs are fake. So I think we should do it on ours after that. That way I can get the... Yeah, get all your information and then we'll talk a whole bunch of crap. Exactly. Yeah, we'll just wing it on our end but i'm gonna give them the professional gist and oh, okay, cool, cool. everybody's happy but uh yeah that'll be fun infinite rabbit hole and get yeah. the get the professional grade version and you come over to our podcast and you get that real version yeah yeah there's some people who listen to both of our shows and uh you know a lot of people like that that vibe that they that they push you know that professional typed up jeremy showed up with 38 pages of notes for the last episode it ended up being four episodes and they're all like they're all like an hour and a half, two hours. I was like eight hours worth of content for one presentation. But that's good. Yeah, I mean it's fun. It's different because you know we just we just shoot from the hip here. Like, you know? Yeah, that's the difference between watching like JRE and Flagrant too. Right. It's like yeah, they're both comedians. Yeah, they both talk. They both have serious conversations and stuff like that. But it's like you're listening to Joe talk to a professional. And you're listening to Andrew Schultz and his crew. And it's like two totally different, great conversations, but very different. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. So we'll do that. Dinosaurs are fakes coming up. Also I'm doing space is fake presentation over there, but here's the thing. I've been pushing space is fake for like a year now. And like, I'm starting to get a little bit more back into maybe it's not fake. I don't know. I'm a psychopath. I can't make up my mind. I'm just like one That's end of the spectrum. That's what happened to C.S. Lewis, bro. He was a staunch atheist. Then he started trying to prove it. And I actually put it down on paper. I said, hey, I was wrong. There's a God. I, can't I don't have it. a problem with being wrong. Hey, man. And that's what makes this podcast special. Right. Exactly. Bro. I'm willing to change my mind. Exactly. I'm willing to change my mind. But, you know, it's interesting. There's some interesting stuff. I still love space. You know, space games, uh, space documentaries. It's just fun. You know, CGI is always good. It's, you I know. started playing uh, um, Star Wars, the, mm. uh, the one, the four, uh, Fallen Order, I think it is. Mm. Dude, it's good. It's like Prince of Persia meets Star Wars. You know what you need? Assassin's Creed meets Star Wars. You need one of these. The Metaverse box. The <laughs> VR headset. I got a couple of Star Wars games on here. Get that devil technology out of here. I'm telling you, dude. So the Star Wars game, the, in one of them, you, 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 uh, one of the Vader games, Vader Immortal, you know, you're playing as a character, whatever you're doing your thing or whatever. And then at some point, Vader walks in for the first time in the game and he walks up to you and he's like seven feet tall. Oh, dude. That's and he sick. stands right in front of you talking to you. And I, I was like looking up. I was like, oh, snap, bro. Like I never realized how tall Vader is and he's huge. I'm like, oh, shit. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of metaverse, all right, let's get some uh, current events out of the way. Yeah, let's do it. So we get all these emails from from Zuck mm. to Fauci talking about, hey, I'll let you use our data. You mine all this meta metadata so that you can push your uh, you can one get more information for vaccines and how they are, which. I get the intentions there and we can spread the narrative the way that you want. And that's where you lost me. <laughs> and then, but, but here's the thing, bro. People are hooking this guy up to their heads. You know what I mean? Like, 
look, I'm just saying the VR is cool. It's fun. It's yeah. awesome. This version of the metaverse that right here that I'm holding, this, this version of the metaverse, it's all good. Yeah, tennis. You know, I mean, it's not innocent because it's got these cameras on it. It's literally scanning everything. It's tracking my, it's still sketchy. But I have a problem with like the metaverse in five years, 10 years, maybe when it's like plug you in two years, bro, two years, maybe two years. That's my prediction, bro. 2024, you are going to there. You're going to have it's going to be the Sims, but like maybe with, it already the, is. with the Unreal Engine and the whole thing where it's like you can't tell. Maybe it already is. Could I'm dude? I bet you they have it in the background, bro. Already. No, maybe no. we're in it. Yeah, yeah, hit him with the hit him with the <laughs> hit him with the curveball, dude. What's up now? Yeah, We're I mean, in the I'm sentient world ball. simulation right now. This is it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, man. You would have no idea. But so here's another thing that I saw. Um, you know, because everybody's into crypto and NFTs and everything. And like I got into crypto for a little while and all wow. this and that. And people, what's going on now? They are the the Canadian government is literally shutting down access to the truckers and their crypto wallets on all the exchanges. So for all you out there who are like super big into crypto and like, oh, it's the future and the government can't touch it and blah, 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 blah. Yes, they can. That was yes, they can in A major. Yes, they can. And you've been bamboozled once again. You heard it here first. So sorry, not yeah. sorry. The blockchain is to not is not to be trusted. Here's the thing, bro. And this is a perfect segue into what I saw earlier this week. I was on Facebook and I saw this guy, it's like well-known constitutional auditor, blah, 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 goes through and he's in some public building or whatever. And he's like, You can't make me show my ideas unconstitutional. You can't this, that, and the other things unconstitutional. I said, I'm watching the video, I'm like. Yeah, but everything the government does is unconstitutional. Pretty much. That's the name of their game. Pretty much. If they're doing constitutional things, I start getting worried. I'm like, wait a second, what's the angle here? They're giving us open, they're, they're considering open carry down here. Not open carry, but constitutional carry down here. I'm like, hold on a second, what's going on? I hope that we get constitutional carry down here. Yeah, but doesn't it make the doesn't it doesn't the red flags go up? Like hold on. Why are they letting Florida do whatever they want down here? What's what are they trying to do? I trying think to start a civil war? Well, that for sure. Yeah, I mean divide and conquer is always part of the game. So, yes, on one hand, I think that there are people trying to push a civil war. I mean, you just you can see it all around. The mass division, people will not agree with the other side just for the fact that it's the other side you know there's the there was an attempted assassination on uh uh i can't remember who was name. some politician like a week or two ago yeah 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 um they tried to shoot or they did shoot steve scalise back at the baseball game right there was at the congressional baseball game a few years back i mean we've been in a civil war whether it's a hot war yet or not that's debatable. Yeah. But we've, we've been in a civil war as far yeah. as I'm concerned. 
That uh, it is interesting though those those guys that go in and audit places. I love those guys. Yeah, I used to watch a lot. Like when I was a state trooper, I used to watch a lot of that stuff because there's like the sovereign citizens gang, and they're all about that constitutional. I mean, they know the Constitution front back. They're like constitutional scholars. But there was like a big difference that I noticed where it's like, well, one, why don't, I think I did or I was supposed to in my homeschool curriculum thing that I, that I, you know, grew up with read like the entirety of the Constitution. I didn't actually do it and I did I read a, I think I got through like the, I think I got the bill of rights and then there's a lot of articles and amendments and stuff it's a pretty thick document now yeah it's a it's a you know to memorize it it's not the easiest thing I don't have it memorized but I know enough you know I, I used to carry around a, a pocket constitution I had it in my car I used to take it with me all the time i'd flip through it whenever i was bored or whatever and uh yeah but those those like first amendment auditors that you're talking about those guys i love i'm like addicted to watching those videos on youtube those guys go in and they know what they're doing and they call it the walk of shame when when the cops have to like admit that they were wrong after like a 30 minute ordeal you know and they the supervisors out there and 12 units are out there and guys like you're gonna do the walk of shame dude and sure enough almost every time I love I'll those guys. I'll see you around. Yeah, I'll see you. Yeah. 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 It was nuts to me being law enforcement. Like, like literally within like the first couple of days, they're like, you know, we're going over all the policies and just federal policies. We do federal, state, um, county, whatever. Or not, we don't do county, but like all the way down to like just agency. Your local, right? Yeah, just like how everything works, what everybody else's rights are, and how you're not going to violate them. Like day two is cameras. <laughs> like it's it's public; they can record you. Our station is public; they can mm-hmm. walk into the station, phone in your face. Yep. If they're in their car, of course they can record you. You're recording them; they can record you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like day two. There's a lot of people that think that the uh, <clears throat> that First Amendment auditors are like these defund the police types, and that's not the case at all, at least from what I can tell. Because, okay, I've thought about doing First Amendment audits because I watch these videos all the time. I'm like, wow, these guys are checking the authority, which is is good. You need checks and balances, right? You need to have some level of pushback. But I'm not like a defund the police kind of guy. Demilitarize the police, sure. You know, if you want to pull back some of the MRAPs, the armored vehicles, and maybe cut down a little bit on like, why does every freaking police department have freaking grenade launchers and shit? Yeah, I get like you could pull back some of the the militarization of the police, but like to totally get rid of the police, not about it. However, going in there and and showing like, hey, there's people out here. We know the rights. We know what we can do. And the questions that the the cops always ask is like, why are you doing this? You're just doing this just to get a rise? So what? So what? A right not exercised is a right lost. I think that was Thomas Jefferson or somebody said that. Yeah. I think that was um, Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Jeffrey. 
maybe? No, his was different. His was a minor not taken is a minor lost. <laughs> Sorry. Different, Damn. different guy. <laughs> that was dark. <laughs> that was dark, dude. Uh, there's, um, I'm trying to find exactly you know about it. Sometimes is a little cringe. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Sovereign citizens are always super cringe. When you, when you, when you're dealing with them in person, you're just like, okay, fine, dude. If you're gonna be this way, don't blatantly break traffic laws. Well, there shouldn't be traffic laws. Yeah, I get it, dude. But tell that to a lawyer and a judge because you're going to run somebody over. Right. And guess what? None of this straw man stuff is going to work. Right. Done jail. So, hey, if you want to drive without a li- driver's license, I'll never know because I'm never going to pull you over because you're going to, f- you follow all the laws. That's fine. But if you're speeding, I'm going to pull you over. You're running red lights, running people, almost hitting people in the in the crosswalk. Guess what? We're gonna have an interaction now. Some of those guys do that on purpose. Convoy, right now. I know that's the thing, dude. Yeah. Like, did you do that on purpose, man? Just lure me into this, and now I gotta listen to you talk about the the straw man. It was my straw man, and then to put put the license like through the crack of the window. I'm just like, (laughs) like I don't need to roll the window down. I can hear you just fine. Oh, annoying. <laughs> oh, no. I only ran into one. I've seen so many videos. My, my zone partners would run into them. Oh, are you online, bro? Can I find you? No. Nah. Are you sure? I found somebody I know on one of those First Amendment Auto videos. Really? Yeah, somebody I know. I'm not going to put his name out like that, but somebody I know uh, from like back in the day he used to come over and hang out. We would drink and smoke and hang out. He was definitely not a cop, right, at the time. And then he, he became a cop. And I'm flipping through these First Amendment Auto videos, and I see this guy. I'm like, is that him? Oh, I'm shit. like, that's him, dude. I texted him. I texted him. I was like, dude, I just found you on this guy's channel. He texted me back. He's like, man, I was really hoping that wouldn't make it to the internet. And I was like, no, no, dude, but you did good. He actually did good. He, he, he like, you know, he handled it well. He didn't overstep his bounds. He just, he nailed it. And I was like, you did good, bro. But I just had to let you know that you're now internet famous. It had like one and a half million views or something. What? Oh <laughs> my gosh, dude. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, dude. There's man. a guy, um, Paul, unenslaved if anybody looks up paul unenslaved he's got a telegram chat um you can search his videos on youtube facebook he's the guy who got pulled over and there's a lot of these but i'm sure everybody's seen it. it's like a super viral video it's like 30 minutes long the guy goes he gets pulled over no tags no insurance no license and he breaks the whole thing down he's got the paperwork in hand he's like here's the constitution here's the laws the federal the state and here's the the definitions, right? He's like, here's the codes and the definitions of the words used in the codes. And he's and the officer's like, you're operating a motor vehicle. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not operating a motor vehicle. I'm traveling. A motor vehicle is defined as a vehicle in use for the uh, purpose of making money in some fashion, whether you're transporting goods, transporting people, working for a company. That's what is technically defined as a motor vehicle. He's like, I'm traveling in my personal vehicle. He's like, I'm not driving. He says, you're operating it, right? You're driving it. He's like, no, 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 I'm traveling because driving has a whole other definition that's like very specific in the, in the code book, right? It's like driving means this. I think driving was you're operating like a commercial vehicle or something like this. 
to say, he's like, no, 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 I'm traveling in my personal property. And I'm like, wow. And he had the definitions from like the, the, the dictionary that like the Supreme Court uses, not just from UrbanDictionary.com. He had like the official def- definitions, the official codes, and he got away after 30 minutes. The cop was like, "Hey, man, you know, I would love to have a beer with you sometime and really talk about this stuff." You know, I'm like, "Wow, the cop right there." Yeah, nailed it. Like, I think that there's a difference when you do like an interaction with the police officer because obviously you're trying to save your own skin from getting a fine or arrested. Mm-hmm. And then, like the one I saw, a guy just goes into a public building and there's like some old lady security guards probably like retired and trying to make some like side money and she's just checks ids at the front and he's like hass on the heck out of this lady and then some two managers come out and they're just more old ladies and he's like yeah just i don't say being a douche but yeah it's just the way that the whole interaction is it comes off it's like to me there's a difference between okay i know the constitution and you're you know, pulling me over, you're technically like uh, detaining me for a time. And there's the threat of me being going to jail or something or getting fined. Um, And then you just entering a building and having to give ID that you have. For sure you have. And then turning into this thing, I'm like, like if two things, one, that lady is like, What's she going to do about the government's overreach, right? She lets you in. You go and strangle somebody in the elevator and leave. Guess who gets in trouble? That lady. Guess who gets sued by the family of the deceased? That lady, because she didn't check your ID, because Mm -hmm. the government is violating your right. You don't take it out on the ladies or anybody, any, just the lowest person on the totem pole, like, Go to Joe Biden's office if you're so serious about your, gov- you know, if you're so bent out of shape about it. Stop hassling retired folks. <laughs> like to me, yeah, that's like low like, hanging fruit. Like there's a guy I see that he always First Amendment audits post offices. Very low. Come on, dude. That's the lowest person, and that's not the people themselves, but that's the job. Like as as far as the hierarchy goes, they're at the bottom, <laughs> the yeah. very bottom. They take pieces of paper and they put it in boxes. Mm-hmm. They're not making policies. Yeah. If you're going to First Amendment audit somebody, First Amendment audit the judge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Judges or even uh, like street cops, you know, because you never know. But to to walk into the post office and be like, you know, it's like. Yeah. It's different to me. You're just hassling somebody. Just you're you're taking advantage of people for views. Mm -hmm. And it's like to me, that's yeah, that it it gives the whole thing. Thing a bad vibe yeah you know i think it makes a lot of people write it off because it's just like well you're clearly a jerk or you don't have the balls to do it to a cop like the other people do so you do it to other you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I don't know. yeah to me it was just what, interesting because i mean even when we were being trained on the um the uh, sovereign citizen stuff they're like look a lot of what they say is right, but a lot of what's in there and what was constant written constitutionally just, yeah, it's just been changed and the government's gone past where it should go and it doesn't go back. And also some things just don't work for 350 million people. You got to have an ID. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Back in the day, back in the day, dude, I could walk into a town, put a bandana on, blast somebody in the face, and then go ride my horse to the next town, and that's it. That's it. I got away. Not anymore, bud. Now, imagine there was 350 million people. Now I can really get away. Trains, cars, and planes. I could be gone. I could blow up a building and a whole entire building and be gone. This is hypothetical, by the way, for any... uh, Very hypothetical. Very hypothetical. So hypothetical. It's not even thinking about doing it. I would never. I don't even like... (laughs) I don't even like opening cans because it pops too loud. Um, Yeah, but seriously, you could go and do something heinous like that. Like imagine if the... the, um, the Boston bomber people, whatever they blew up that stuff. There's forensics, tons of it, but there's no database. Don't get me started on Boston bombing hoax. Oh, okay, I guess mean, okay. okay. for but... example, who is the other guy that, that blew up the, the mail, the, the school? <laughs> uh, you want to know about that? So you do, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We just we gotta stop for a second because I already right. said something now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did, did you know? Okay, so we've gone over this before. Every time there's like one of these events, there's always a simulation of the event happening mm-hmm. close by, right? Yeah. So like a 9-11, NORAD was doing a simulation of terrorists hijacking planes and crashing them into the buildings a thousand miles away, okay? Boston bombing, there was a, literally a simulation of a bombing event happening like a block away or like three blocks away. What? Yes. Oh, snap, dude. Yes. There's that that's a whole other one. That's like the Las Vegas shooting. Like we we should do a whole episode on that one day because that one goes deep into like who's connected to who and who knew what and all this stuff. Well, I enjoyed the Las Vegas one. Cause again, it was like well, this what's tricky with those is like I'm I'm sh- I'm sure people died. Oh yeah, for sure. But at the same time, the narrative is just probably not what they think, what they say it is. Well, that's the problem with talking about these types of events is people automatically jump to, oh, you think nobody died. And it's like, no, 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 I think people definitely died. I have no problem believing that our government would murk our own people for the sake of pushing a narrative. The uh, Operation Northwoods, the Joint Chiefs of Staff signed off on faking terror attacks and blaming it on Cubans. They were even going to arm Cuban friendlies and have them kill Americans so that we had a reason to go invade Cuba. The Joint Chiefs of Staff signed off on it, and Kennedy said no. So I have no problem believing. You know you know who said yeah? The guy who said that there's weapons of mass destruction. Exactly. In Iraq or Iran. Exactly. Guess what wasn't there? <laughs> Oh, speaking of that, weapons of mass distractions, I just uploaded a song today for anybody. Go listen to soundcloud.com slash wise the sleeper. You'll listen to weapons of mass destruction or distraction. I'm sorry. Weapons of mass distraction. New song out today. I like that. I'll listen to it. That sounds good. It's heavy. The title is It's It's gent. (sighs) Sing gently, my sweet guitar. Yes. Anyway, so the other ones that I like, the Second Amendment auditors. There's this guy, he's actually out here in the uh, Space Coast area of Florida, East Coast of Florida, and he goes out with his gun all the time. He'll like strap up, AR, decked out, open carry, and you know, but he goes out there with his fishing pole 
and he goes out to like the lagoon or to the pier and he's fishing in the show. Of course, the cops always show up and they're always like grilling him. And he's like, dude, I have every right to be open carrying my AR-15 right now because I'm, I'm, I'm fishing. <laughs> I'm like, yes, dude. Hey, Got him. <laughs> hey, man. Well, that's I saw one in this guy. I think it was in Texas. Um some spot where they can open carry. I don't know if the whole state's open carry, but he's walking around with an MP five mm. just slung up out on the road and the cops pull up and the guy is out there to do a second amendment on it. And, you know, everyone's calling the cops because it's so scary. The gun, you know, it's a freaking submachine gun looking big, thing. scary black gun, everybody. So the cops roll up and they're like, uh, we talked to you for a second. And, uh, the dude's like, yeah, is there a problem? He's like, just want to get an ID on you. Uh, is that okay? He's like, sure. Is there, you know, what's the issue? I can't be out here on my gun. They're like, no, no. <laughs> people are going to do a lot less bad things when you're here on the streets. I wish there was more people like you. Have a great day. He took off. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's a great it. interaction right there. That's it, man. That's what it's supposed to be. I mean, dude, look, I'm going to read the Second Amendment to you word for word. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is why I think every state needs constitutional carry, because the fact that I have to go through the government, go through the state right now to get a concealed carry permit, and I have to pay them a tax to exercise my Second Amendment right. That is an infringement on my constitutional rights, period. I should be able to carry any time, any weapon. Honestly, I'm one of these like hardcore Second Amendmenters. I personally think that us as citizens should have the right to carry whatever. Give me a tank. Give me an Abrams tank. Give me a, a nuclear. Whatever the military Exactly. Has. Exactly. Exactly. Now, can I afford a tank? No. Can I afford a tactical nuke? No, of course not. Would I want one? No, because I'd probably fuck up. But the point is, it, you know, people are all, you always hear people, right? Oh, I wonder if you, you AR-15s aren't made for hunting. And it's like, that's not the point. It doesn't say anything about hunting in the Second Amendment, period. It's literally to protect it's, me from a tyrannical fight the government. government. It's literally, if the government... Fight the government? Yeah. yeah. If I have to, if they are, If they're tyrannical, of course. That's the point. So I have a, uh, I've got a podcast in the works that I'm working on myself, like a, a solo one called Future Man. And the first episode, maybe the second episode, uh, I've got them all banked. I'm going to release them later. Um, second episode, we're talking, you know, and I'm, I'm literally like the next wave of people that rise out of the civilizations that forge the next one are the ones who were like, hold on a second. No. And the people that are opposing our rights and the people that are uh, just going along with whatever the government says are not those people. And I'm like, you need to be not those people. That's the people that fought the revolution were the ones that were, no. And they fought it over taxes. Um, T. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing, dude. Like, not income tax. No. Not 
income tax, property tax, estate tax, inheritance tax, sales tax. What are we uh, including now? Driving mileage tax, toll road tax. Wait for the uh, carbon tax. Because that's coming. Air needs to be cleaned and blah, blah, blah. Payroll tax because your boss has to pay taxes on paying you and then your income's getting taxed. Dude, if King George was trying to do all those taxes, they would have went over there and just, they would have not only won the war here, went over there and then conquered the UK. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. And been like, no, you guys are just jacking it up for everybody. We're done. 100%. Dude, if any of those, any of our forefathers, right, as they say, were here today, they would lose their freaking minds at how much fight a whole war and lose valiant brothers over the thing you're instituting yep taxation theft bro taxation is theft now if if there was a uh okay so here's the thing right the the income tax you know what that started from in world war ii yeah that's a recent thing that was like that wasn't coolidge who was that was it coolidge I don't, no. remember. I don't know. It might have been World War One, but I'm pretty sure it was World War Two. They implemented this tax to help with the war effort. They were like, look, we need money to build tanks and planes and bullets and things like that. So everybody was like, okay. You know, the, the population was like, okay. I mean, it sucks, but okay, we get it. You know, our kids are over there fighting Nazis. You know, we can shovel out a tax. And it was supposed to be a temporary tax. Once the war was over, the tax was supposed to be gone. Well, the war ended, and they were like, eh, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it. We just fought one. Have to fight a second one. What if there's a third? Might as well keep it. Yep. And guess guess, guess what? We've never not been in war since. Here's, and here's the other thing. In war since then. People are always like, oh, well, if you don't pay taxes, you know, your roads aren't going to get built, and your hospitals, and your blah, 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 blahs. And it's like, well... We had those things before there was income tax, A. So, you know, people who are wealthy want their roads to work. People who are wealthy want police and fire departments. They will shell out the money to have those things made. Now, I'll I'll gladly. You don't have to be wealthy. Well, yeah, for, for sure. Not only that, I'll help lay the roads for my street. Everybody lays road for their street. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, guess what? Amazon can do it. Amazon. I'd much rather have a street built by Amazon than built by these knuckleheads in the, in the government. Well, that's a good point because, like, let's say I order a package on Amazon. If there's no road, they can't deliver the package. Their whole business goes out the window. So what are they going to do? Bezos is going to be like, well, it looks like we're going to shell out like $10 billion to make sure that the roads are good enough for my vans to drive on to deliver your package. Now yeah. you got roads. And they'd be the best roads. Yep. Are you kidding me? They wouldn't be like I-4 over here, always in a jam, always with potholes forever and ever. It's the Here's worst. The when a business gets has a project to do, they want that project done one time because it costs them money. But the government, they use your money. So when the project's done, they lose your money. They can't tax you for that anymore. Their budget should come down. So the projects never end. Why are the streets always being fixed in Florida? Because if they permanently fixed them, then they would never need that money anymore. 
Well, it goes a step further than that. They tax you to build the roads. Then they put a toll booth on the roads, tax you to use them. Riddle me that. Now, here's the other thing. They're collecting all of our taxes for all these public utilities. Okay, fine. Whatever. Why are we in debt? Why are we trillions, tens of trillions of dollars in debt if they're collecting taxes off everybody? Because they don't need our taxes. They just spend whatever the hell they want. They print whatever they want. So we have inflation and an incredible amount of debt that we'll never be able to pay back. I think the math that I saw the other day, <clears throat> our debt in this country is so high. I think every single living man, woman, and child owes like $90,000. Like that's what it would take to pay off the debt that the U.S. has. I don't even make, I don't make 90 grand. You know how long it would take me to make 90 grand? I don't know. Three years. Three years? Yeah. And that's if I didn't spend a penny. But here's the thing. By the time, by the time you pay the 90 grand, the debt will have gone up so much. By the time you paid the 90 grand, you'd owe another 200. Yep. 100%. What did, uh, what did, what did um, uh, Musk pay? $60 billion in taxes? I don't know. I think he paid 60 billion just to show. 60 billion. Guess how much that covers. Guess the span of time of government spending that covers. 10 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, dude. Holy crap. Spending. Dude, NASA's budget right here next door. Billion every 20 minutes. NASA's budget is like $50 million a day. To give you CGI images of what they call space, you know, to give you artist renditions of data, it's costing fifty million dollars a day. A day, dude. They are government funded, which means they are you funded. And they got a big old gate. You can't go in there. You can't just walk into NASA. Try to do a First Amendment audit at NASA. I dare you. You'll be arrested in a heartbeat. You can get to the lobby. You can get in the lobby. Parking lot. Maybe yeah. a couple areas. You go to the Kennedy Space Center if you want. Do a little little audit action if you want. Go go. try to walk into like, I don't know, pick a room. Good luck. Area 51. That's a public funded facility. Go ahead. Go ahead. Audit it. I dare you. See, here's the thing. I was listening to uh, that guy, Russell Brand. He was talking about the emails between Zuckerberg and Fauci. And they were, you know, he's like, you know, the, the portions that we can read of these uh, government redacted emails. And he was like, let's just pause here for a second. I hate that. You are a servant of the people. How can they judge if you're serving them properly? If you're hiding what you're doing, I was like, yes, say it louder for the, the, the people in the back, dude. <laughs> please. That's bonkers. Well, people like Fauci, he has, he's, that's why he does things in places like China. Okay. The so that he can, rules. yeah, he can get around certain things. I mean, Obama, I'll give credit where credit is due. I'm not a big Obama fan, but Obama actually told them we're not doing the gain of function. We're not doing it. We're done. It's too dangerous. So what did he do? He just went to China. He linked up with some guys, had a couple backdoor channels, make it go through somebody who went through somebody who paid somebody. 
you know, and they now that's what they're doing. And they, that's how they, that's how all these scumbags do this. Yeah, dude, they all, that's all, uh, is charades. Mm-hmm. And honestly, honestly, I bet you Obama did it as a charade. Yeah, probably. Because, whoa. Somebody's moving furniture. Sorry. Yeah. Everything is like for the show. Uh, who, what did Gates just recently do? He did, um, oh, because him and, and Melinda are splitting up. He's on, there's now a board for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> right? So it, they put a board there so they could better serve the public, better serve the people and, 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 and the world. So they wanted representatives of the world. They had, they got a, another billionaire to be on the board. They have a baroness and uh, who's the other person? himself is also on the board with veto power he he keeps it i said what a charade dude what a charade you have elites <laughs> it's like what and you have and you have sole veto power so they, hey listen there's a, an outbreak over here and we need to get you know put a, an organization together and get funding and blah 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 Oh, you know, we need $16 trillion. And he goes, no. <laughs> what the board says? No. What's the point in a board? Well, the, the, other, the other problem with that is you always have these, these elites. I don't even like using the word, these parasites. Okay. You have these parasites out here that are trying to represent regular schmucks. Okay. This is the problem I have with like hardcore MAGA people. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Trump did a lot of good stuff. Did a lot of dumb shit too. And but the the people were like hardcore. Like he was for he was one of us. He was one of us. He was doing it for for the regular people. Like, no, he wasn't, dude. He was a parasite just like the rest of them. Billions of dollars, connections. Those people couldn't relate. If you put any of these billionaires or these uh, even these multi mega millionaires, like put Nancy Pelosi. Let me switch places with Nancy Pelosi for a month. Let her live in the conditions I live in. And I live good considering how people live in this world. I have no, you know, I'm not one of these out here complaining about life. I got a good life. I got a nice little spot. I'm comfortable. I make a little money. I'm good. Everything's fine. But you put somebody like her in my shoes for a month, she's going to lose it. She'd hang herself in 15 minutes. Yeah, they have no idea. They, the, the disconnect is so big. The gap is so big. I have to drive? Yeah. Gas is how much? I bet you people like that don't even know how to pump their own gas. Dude, so there was a there was a uh, there was a episode of Ellen where they had Bill Gates on, and she was just asking him because he he hasn't gone grocery shopping in like thirty years. So she's asking him, just guess how much regular mundane things cost, and to like a gallon of milk. And that's back when like a gallon of milk was like a dollar forty, dollar sixty. He's like, um eight dollars. <laughs> like eight dollars? A box of mac and cheese. A dollar ninety nine, maybe. He's like, mm, six dollars, four dollars? She's like, How rich do you think people are, bro? <laughs> like that's we're it. spending we're spending $8 a gallon on milk. Like in their mind, 
when they see inflation go up and they see six dollars a gallon in california for regular gas they're like what it was dirt cheap before when it was three dollars nobody wasn't just wait wasn't just wait i had this conversation at work the other day with the boys at work and uh you know they're like oh gas man 350 it's 349 man some bullshit and i'm like wait till it hits seven dollars like how do you know it's gonna hit seven dollars i'm like wait it's seven dollars it's going to hit seven dollars in florida before you know it trust me i went to uh, walmart was it yesterday yesterday i was at walmart okay and this is on our tiktok you can go on our tiktok and it's on our instagram and it's in our facebook group i couldn't believe it i walked into walmart posted something no no that was mine that's my video i filmed that video with my phone walk down into where the sandwich meat is you know all the packaged sandwich meat the whole wall was empty the whole wall thing in there not just a few brands or a few types no no no. the whole freaking cooler wall goes down like a hundred feet or something empty and somebody put a joe biden i did that sticker right in the middle on one of the things for the meat that's real that is real bro and that's frightening it's terrifying because it's like we're not at war could you imagine if we went to like world war ii war where there's like the great depression right after and stuff dude well the bubble is gonna pop dude it's gonna happen i was reading an article the other day that was saying a bunch of these like billionaire hedge fund managers and all these people are like quitting they're like they're bugging out they're bailing out they're cashing out their stocks they're dipping that's why the stock market's been going down for the last you know, week or two is because these, these hedge fund people and these other billionaires and such, like they know what's coming, you know, they've got analysts and experts that analyze this shit on a minute by minute basis and they know what's coming. So they're cashing their stock out. They're doing everything. They're moving to Fiji or wherever they're going, probably like South Dakota or someplace where they got their underground bunkers all built, ready to go. And uh, they know, they know that the bubble's going to pop. Yeah. There's a episode of Joe Rogan. I think it's with Peter Atia. I think that's the guy's name. And he's like some hunter or something now, but he was like, he was a like chief analyst or something for some big bank. And uh, he was like, yeah, we had the analysis done. We knew the housing bubble was going to pop. We knew it. We didn't know when, but we knew it, we knew we knew and we knew about how bad it was going to be. Dude. Remember when we did the black rock episode on uh, New York Patriots podcast? People need to go listen to that. You need to go to New York Patriot and uh, listen to the one that me and Creamer did on BlackRock. And we broke down how, what was the guy's name? Was it Larry Fink? Was that his name? Uh, CEO? CEO of BlackRock? Yeah. I think that was his name, Larry Fink. Um, He set up the system. He designed, invented the system that the, the mortgage collapse collapsed under or whatever, right? Like he was the guy who set up that whole... I uh, forget the name. I can't think of it, but you know, the, oh, the whole lending system, he made it up. He, he made it up and then it. it crashed and the government hired him to fix it. So he knew what was going to happen. If that's not a Hegelian dialectic, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's it. Well, the thing I was going to say is, is, um, you know, we get to these 
uh, these points where there's this, all this overreach, there's all of these uh, hands coming in and changing everything uh, and, and just making things really difficult. And the solution is always, we need more taxes. We need more plans. We need more government assistance. We need more blah, blah, blah. And where does that money come from? It comes from the 1%. I posted something in our group of the rich dad, poor dad guy, and he was explaining wealthy people have no taxable income. Yeah, because it's all held up in assets. It's all gone. They own the bit. They don't own the businesses. Their shell corporations own businesses, and their partners own businesses, and all that. It's entities own the businesses. They don't own them. So when they sign their taxes, and I have nothing. I have no taxable income, or very very little. Raise the percent. Raise the taxes on the one percent. You could tax them at a hundred percent. You're going to take a couple of thousands of dollars, maybe a few million more dollars. Mm-hmm. It's gone. They don't, they, it's not there for, to spend. It's gone. Well, not only that too, but like, even if they have money, <clears throat> then they have to do their taxes. You know, there's all these tax breaks for donating to causes. So what they'll do is they'll give somebody like Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation a hundred million dollars and they'd be like, look, I donated a hundred million dollars and so I get a tax credit. Little do they know that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is going to take that hundred million dollars and it's going to they're going to flip it around and donate it back to them. Yep, and that's a tax credit for them. Yep, just trading hands. And this, we're getting taxed. Brilliant people out there. Brilliant people out there who understand the tax codes. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, college kids. Guess what? You don't know. You don't get it. There are so many people. That are like, we got to tax the rich, tax the rich. Go ahead. Guess who's going to get taxed? You. Yep. Same with like the $15 minimum wage. Sure. Put out of a job. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're going to let you go, first of all. And then if they don't let you go, the price of everything's going to skyrocket. No, it already has. The price of everything's going to go up no matter what. It's the $15 minimum wage thing that's, listen. If it costs more to have you than a machine, they'll just have the machine do it. I mean, go to Target. They used they have 400 registers. At one point, those registers are being used. But then the self-checkout came in, and now there's one register. So guess what? Yeah, there was probably 50 people there that would have been making $15 an hour, but that costs too much. So yes, the minimum wage is $15 an hour, but you don't have a job anymore. So who won? And everything's more expensive. And everything's more expensive. <laughs> not only is it more expensive, it's also not available. Yep, so absolutely. Who's winning? Corporations are winning. Corporations are winning. I'm not even anti-corporation, but yeah, you're, you know. No, I'm not anti-corporation. Corporations are fine, but a corporatocracy is a problem. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's it fascism. That is fascism. Where is Antifa? Where is Antifa? That's what I want to know. Where's Antifa? Where's the anti-fascist movement when Facebook is slamming posts down? Aren't they supposed to be free speech advocates? And they got freaking started up with your tax dollars. They're government subsidized. The government gave them money to start Facebook. Dude, I'd be all for Antifa if they actually just practice what they preached. Yeah, if they were really anti-fascist, they're not. They're anti they're First weapon Amendment. arms of the government. Antifa is not anti-fascist. It's anti-First Amendment. That's what they are. 
It is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It is. Anyways, I got to go because I have to work tonight. Um, speaking of getting taxed, got to work. Sucks. Okay. Well, good. you know, it's all good, though. Time, we're going to have a special guest on, guys. So tune in for that episode. It's going to be good. We're talking. I forget. <laughs> yeah, I completely forget. It's good. I like the guest ones because I don't have to think as much. Yeah. Know, to interact. I'm, a, I'm more of a reactionary voice when there's a guest on, which is nice. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a, a, a solid schedule dialed in over the next couple of weeks. And uh, that way we're uploading consistently rather than just like shooting from the hip, like we were saying earlier. And uh, that's pretty much it. Also to episodes too, like topics of time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll button it up some. Also, <clears throat> I need you guys to go to the website, shadowbandpodcast.com. And I need you to buy a piece of merch, man. There's no ads. We don't run any ads. We're not monetized anywhere. And I've noticed that the sales have dropped off dramatically. And I get it. The holidays just passed and everybody's getting shafted with the inflation and the, you know, overpriced everything. I get it. But, uh, you know, just just go go cop a mug. Go cop a shirt. Help us out a little bit. That's it, man. That's all and I can if do. you don't want to cop a shirt, guys, listen. Just join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. And guess what? It's a lot more fun because right now we don't have too many people in there. Which yeah. guess what? We appreciate the people that are. And guess and look, the content's gonna be dynamite over there. Mm-hmm. Not only you're gonna miss out. And miss it's out. it's one of those things. Like I know you're gonna waste money. It's hard to like to like go on a website and just shell out twenty bucks. Like here's twenty dollars. But if you sign up, whether it's the Patreon or like a monthly donation thing, you could just set it and forget. Make it a $5 thing, $5 a month. Everybody pisses away $5 anyways on something stupid. Don't act like you don't. So just go put put in the $5 a month. If everybody who listens to this episode did that, dude, dude, we, we would have the production quality of a big show. We would be able to do anything we want. We could go on adventures. We could drive to the Georgia Guidestones and do like a full-length documentary. We could do all kinds of cool stuff. So... That's the kind of ideas we're cooking with here, people. We want to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. We can't do it without you. So we thank you for the support so far. We're going to kick it up a notch, and we trust that you're going to kick it up a notch. So we're thanking you in advance. That's it. Now go First Amendment audit some government <laughs> facility. Post it in our and post it in the <laughs> shout out band group. Uh, all right, guys. Well, peace. See ya. Bye.